0: we
1: Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Thank
0: God for all the born-again believers in the house. Amen. Amen. Now, I hope this message will encourage everybody here today. Um... That it's never too late. The Bible says that a thousand years to man is like a day to God. So, delay is not denial. Amen? So, the title of this message is Just Do It. Just Do It. Amen? And the first scripture reading is from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. If we can have that in New King James, please. Okay, so I'll read it. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Amen. Everybody say willing. Everybody say obedient. Can we have it in the message translation as well, please? So I'm just going to read the last bit. It says, if you willingly obey, you will feast like kings. Amen. So here we see there are two conditions. You have to be willing and you have to be obedient. Because it's possible to be willing to have the good intentions and to not follow through. And likewise, it's possible to be obedient, but you're not doing it willingly. You've done it begrudgingly. Amen. So so when you say yes to God, you say yes out of the love that we've all just professed that we have for him. We say yes out of our hearts, not out of our minds, not out of if I say yes, then so-and-so will look at me and think that I'm a wonderful Christian. It's not about that. God sees our hearts. He sees our intentions. He sees our motives. So when we're saying yes, we do so out of our hearts. We're not just working for God. We're walking with him too. And that's important. Don't get so busy working for the Lord that you forget to have that walking relationship with him, that fellowship with him. Amen? And so the first point I want to get to is that unwillingness and disobedience... Lands us in trouble. And we're going to look at uh, one of our good friends in the Bible. His name is Jonah. So if you can follow me to Jonah chapter 1, verse
1: 1 and 3. Amen. 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 Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh that great city and cry out against it for their w- wickedness has come up before me but Jonah arose to flee to Tarish from the presence of the Lord he went down to Joppa and found the ship going to Tarish. so he paid the fare and went down into it to go to them to Tarish from the presence of the Lord amen
0: amen in this is scripture, we see that Jonah physically ran away. God told him to do something, and his first response was, I'm going to run away. And some of us are guilty of that as well. We may not physically run from God, because we understand he's everywhere. There's nowhere that you can go that you can hide from the presence of the Lord. Amen? But some of us have run away in our hearts. Maybe we've read something in the word of God. And we look here, and we say... Uh, God, I'm willing, but what you're asking me to do is a bit much. Maybe we've looked at it because we're stubborn. Maybe we have anxiety. Maybe we're afraid of what the people that are closest to us that knew us before are going to think. Maybe you're just shy like me. But we make excuses and we validate those excuses. And we say, God, I I want to, we're willing. But we're not obedient. Amen. And we think about everything that is going to cost us to do what God has told us to do. We think about, oh, but I don't have the time, Lord, because you know that this job is very busy. But Lord, you know that I have a lot of things going on at the moment. You know that my business is just starting up, Lord. Lord, you know that I really want to, but I can't really work with that person when the truth of the matter is we, we make a list of everything that it will cost us to truly do what God has told us to do, and we forget about the one that's already paid the price, and that's Jesus. And so God is what, what God is asking us to do is so small in comparison to what Jesus has already done and what God continues to do in us. Amen? And when I asked earlier if anybody was happy to be a child of God, almost everybody raised their hands. So that lets me know that actually, we already know how to say yes to God. Because the Bible says that we didn't choose God, he chose us. So actually, when we gave our life to Christ, we were already cooperating with the Holy Spirit, right? So that means we know how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. It's not that we don't know, it's that we choose not to amen and so the encouragement is you know how to do it just do it you hear the voice you read it in the word just do it just do it somebody say just do it amen I read a statistic um, yesterday and it says that one third of the world's population are Christian okay so that's about two and a half billion people yeah that's a lot of people can we agree And, you know, Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And I was thinking, how can there be few laborers if 2.5 billion people are Christians? 2.5 billion people have professed their love for God. 2.5 billion people are supposedly in a covenant relationship with God, and it's because Not all of those 2.5 billion people are doing what they know to do. And the Bible says, if you know what to do and you don't do it, it is what? It is sin. It's disobedience. It's willful rebellion. But nobody wants to think of themselves as a rebel, right? But that's what happens each and every time we refuse to yield to the things that we know that we're supposed to do. Amen? Amen. Now we're going to read on, and the second point I want to make is our disobedience affects not just us, but it has an impact on others. And if we can read, keep on reading verses 4 to 6 in Jonah chapter 1.
1: Jonah 1, 4 to 6. Amen. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had got down into the lowest parts of the ship, had lain down, and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. Amen.
0: Amen. So at this point in our story, Jonah has heard from God and he's decided he's going to run away. He doesn't want to do what God has told him to do. And as he's gotten into this ship, there's a big shipwreck. But what Jonah didn't understand was that he's running away from God wasn't just putting himself in danger. There were so many people on that ship that were caught as collateral damage to his disobedience. Amen? And sometimes we forget that our disobedience has a cost. And we're not the only ones that pay that cost. Amen? Jesus said to disciples, if you love me, if you love me, it's a condition, if you love me, you will obey my commands. And so when I asked everybody here, do you love God, we all said yes. And I don't doubt that we do, but we don't want to obey the commands. We don't want to follow through with what our mouth was saying. A few weeks ago, Stephen shared and he said, it's not what you say. You're not what you say, you are what you do. So that's why I'm saying just do it. You can measure how much you love God, by how much you do what he tells you to do It's measurable. You can see. You can see the growth in your walk with him when you do what he tells you to do. You know, uh, if we go to Romans 8.14, please. Amen. Let me read that in the Amplified.
1: Romans 8.14 in the Amplified. Amen. Amen. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God.
0: Amen. For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God. All who are allowing themselves to be led. Amen. Are you allowing yourself to be led? And you don't have to answer me. You can sit there and think about it. Am I allowing myself? to be led by God or am I putting up a resistance to his spirit it's not everybody who who says hey I like you God that's a child of God part of the attributes of being his child one of the characteristics the Bible is saying not me the Bible is saying that those that allow themselves to be led by God these are the sons these are the daughters these are the children of God amen amen and so, I don't want us to become so comfortable resisting the spirit that we become desensitized to it. In this scripture, you see that the storm was going on and Jonah was asleep. He was asleep to the point the captain went up to him and said, How can you sleep? Pray to your God, do something, just do it. Amen. Don't become so comfortable resisting, the, devil that, resisting sorry, the Holy Spirit that you become desensitized to his callings, to his promptings, to the things that he's encouraging you to do, to the things that he's instructing you to do. Amen? And what we need to also understand is there's a bigger picture at play here. Amen? Can you imagine if you woke up in the morning and your legs said, actually, I don't feel like walking today. Or your ear said, I don't really want to play a part in the hearing today. Or your eye said, actually, you can walk in the dark today. I don't don't want to help you see. We would be thinking to ourselves, but this is what you're supposed to do, right? This is your job. This is your role. And if you don't play that role, who will? Don't ever minimize the importance of the role that you have in the body of Christ. Your part is important. Don't make it seem like it's insignificant, because a mighty drop makes a mighty o- Every little drop makes a mighty ocean. Amen? Amen? So look at, you may not see the bigger picture, but just do it. Do your part. Play your role. It's important. The body of Christ needs you. Amen? Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and now, and another thing I wanted to add is that disobedience leads to a place of being stagnant. Amen. If I won't read it, but a little bit further on, we all know the story that Jonah was thrown overboard and he ended up in the body in the belly of the whale for three days and for three nights. He wasn't going anywhere. He thought that he was running, but he was stuck. It's almost as if he had plateaued. And that's what happens to us. We run away from God, and then when we realize that we can't grow. You can't progress. You're in a place of being stagnant. And it wasn't until Jonah came to himself and he said, actually, I'm going to do what God has told me to do, that there was any type of progression. Amen? Amen. Okay, so the last thing I want to say is that obedience can save the lives of others. Amen? Amen. If you can read the whole of Jonah chapter 3 in the New King James, please.
1: Jonah chapter three. Amen. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach it to the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went out to Nineveh. According to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent, And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put a sad cloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. As, and he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God, yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish God then God saw their works that they turned away they turned from their evil way and God relented from that disaster that he said he would bring upon them and he did not do it amen
0: amen Just in the same way that our disobedience can negatively impact people, the obedience that it show to God's words can literally save people's lives. And we're not just talking about their physical lives. We're talking about their spiritual lives. And what is so great is that even though Jonah had run away from God, even though Jonah had initially decided that he was going to disobey God, God was gracious enough to still say, hey, I, I can still use you. I can still work with you. I can still walk with you. Amen? And just because Jonah decided that, actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to do what God has told me to do. I'm just going to do it. A whole nation of people were saved. A whole Gentile nation was saved. Can you imagine if you just did that one thing that God was telling you to do? That one thing that seems so crazy, so so weird so far fetched can you imagine what the reward of your obedience could be the lives that could be changed the stories that could be turned around the testimonies that could be gained if you just decided to do it if you just said yes if you were willing and you were obedient and You know, we see this throughout the Bible. We look at Moses, who he understood his shortcomings. He said, hey, look, I can't speak properly. I have this speech impediment. But that didn't stop him from being used. Yes, he may have had an initial excuse, but he just did it. And the reward for his obedience was that Israel came out of Egypt. We look at Noah, who just did it. He built that ark. And it seemed weird to the people that were around at the time. It was probably sunny, with lots of sunshine. They didn't understand why there was a need for a big ark, but his obedience was able to save him and his family. We look at Jesus, who left heaven, who came in the form of a man, who decided to bear the cross for us so that we could be here today. Obedience can literally save lives. And so, as a a final statement, I'm just going to read Romans 8 again, verse 14 in the message. And it says, God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. And so, my final word to you is just do it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Somebody. (laughs) Amen. 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 So we're going to do it this week, right? Next week, we're going to have testimonies of how your obedience was able to turn a situation around. Amen? Adam and team, the inbox is going to be full of people wanting to share their testimonies. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.